Welcome back to 21st Century Women podcast, where we talk to fabulous women doing interesting things. And on today's episode, we talk with founder and CEO of Pretty Foundation, Marissa Forsyth. A charity focused on young girls' dissatisfaction with their bodies and focuses on the early education of positive body image. Pretty Foundation creates initiatives to help celebrate and encourage young girls between the ages of 3 and 18 to follow their dreams and change the stigma around the word pretty. Welcome, Marissa, to 21st Century Women. Thank you very much. I read on your website in doing some research that 38% of four-year-old girls are dissatisfied with their bodies. 34% of five-year-old girls reported an intention to diet. And 68% of five to eight-year-old girls reported being teased for their appearance. I was astounded when I read these. Are these numbers going up or going down? Yeah, it's interesting. So th- this research uh, has come out of yeah, the 38% particular as well. Uh, Latrobe University have done research into this area and uh, there's a heavy focus on, on body image uh, in young children, which is great to see uh, research coming in at early stages as well because um, primarily in the past it's sort of focused on teenagers um, and adults. And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting because this particular research hasn't been repeated uh, specifically from what I know. Uh, but what we, are, what we are seeing over time is that, unfortunately, yes, this is a growing issue amongst boys and girls. Um, and, yeah, it is seeming to get younger and younger, unfortunately. What's driving this? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously, you know, the rise of the internet and, you know, social media and things like that, there's a lot more access uh, to these sorts of messages that we hear on a daily basis about, you know, that we need to look a certain way and, and our value is somehow tied into that. Now, of course, three, four, five-year-old girls aren't on social media. However, their parents are. And often what's consumed by a parent is then, um, I guess it, 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 it comes out to, the, to their children as well, whether it be a direct comment or whether it be, you know, an indirect comment as well. But then children also play with things like toys or, you know, read books or see things on TV uh, that have subtle messages that I guess show little girls uh, and little boys for that for that matter that, you know, they need to look a certain way to be valuable. You talk about these numbers and, yes, they're significant and I understand that the goal is to reduce these um, and ideally eliminate them, especially in those younger years when you just couldn't even imagine a four-year-old worried about their appearance. Your vision for at Pretty Foundation is about we're a world where girls are comfortable in their own bodies and confident in themselves and in conquering their endeavours. Has this been really challenging to embed this in you know this vision to reality? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, this one as well because people always go Pretty Foundation. Okay, it's all about body image, but in our vision, as in, as you sort of shared, then it really is about being able to give girls the confidence so that they can go on and do whatever that they want to do. And um, we recently had this this campaign called Pretty Inspirational and it's all about, uh, it's an award series which is about celebrating young girls and their achievements. And the whole focus of that is about if we focus on girls' skills, their abilities, their character, and if they start to focus on that and celebrate that, they are far more likely to, you know, be less worried about that and held back by these issues and, and rather have the freedom to step into their potential. So for us, it's, you know, how do we get girls to not worry about those things, to have the resilience so when they get these messages uh, coming to them and bombarding them as they grow up, 
you know, what tools and resources can they lean on? What uh, perspective that we've built at a young age can they lean on? Uh, it's tough, but that's the whole point. You start early rather than waiting till, you know, they're teenagers and these messages are, are unfortunately ingrained at that stage. So, yes, it's tough. It has been challenging. But I, I do feel like it is easier to do at this younger age. And for us, no one's really doing that. We're the only ones really in the market doing that. Um, so there's challenges, but at, at the same time, there's there's a it is easier to be able to make an impact on a young child who's very impressionable at three, four, five years old than at a teenage, you know, years where they've had, you know, 10, 15 years of being ingrained with these messages. Um, Marissa, we will talk about tools as, as how we help our daughters or, you know, young girls that we're surrounded by. But first, do you have any sort of success stories where the mindset of young girls has transitioned through the work that you do? And, you know, some, some of the stories that these girls have come out and um, really, you know, comfortable in their bodies and if they weren't originally. Yeah, I uh, we constantly get stories actually of people writing things into us or sharing it at events and things like that, and they're super encouraging. So we had a, a mother of a seven-year-old girl who was saying, my thighs are too fat, I'm not happy with my legs, you know, at seven years old, right? It was just horrendous. And her mum said, look, you know, we, we didn't meet this young girl, but her mum said, look, she's actually not overweight, she's mm. healthy, but she's broader than her friends and she's just got a different frame. Uh, but she, you know, has seen with dolls and she's seen with her friends that they're all kind of a lot uh, lighter than her or, or, or different different in terms of their frames, in terms of their legs. And so she kept saying these terrible things and um, her mum bought uh, our book set and was reading this these body confidence books to her. And then uh, on the school holidays, this little girl goes and does circus training and she's doing all these amazing aerial flips and she comes up to her mum later and she goes, you know what, mum, it was my strong legs that allowed mm-hmm. me to do that. And her mum was just like, yes, that's fantastic. She's finally getting it. That, you know, her body is a vehicle for life. It's not something to be stared at. It's not an ornament, right? It's actually something that's going to get her through life and is going to help her to achieve her dreams. And so she really started to get that message. And so for us, that's a big win mm-hmm. that little girls, you know, can be transformed in their thinking at such a young age. And these are the books, Charlie's Tales, is that right? They're a series of children's books supporting the work that you guys do. Are they suitable for girls and boys? And where can we buy them? Can you buy them anywhere or are they online? Yeah, you can buy them from Booktopia. You can buy them from uh, our website at prettyfoundation.org. These books, we've got three at the moment. We're working on the next one, which is pretty exciting. They're essentially all about this little girl, Charlie, who isn't your typical looking character. She's got... Uh, crazy reddish brown uh, hair which is you know like curly and and out there Uh, she hasn't got your typical sort of blonde hair blue eyes not that there's anything wrong with that but we just need to see variety in books Mm -hmm. and she isn't a princess being saved by prince yeah she's actually a you know this girl who goes on adventures and she's kind of the hero of the book as well which is great to see and she goes on these adventures and every adventure she goes on she meets a bunch of animals or people or elves or whatever it might be and someone's having an issue about their body or uh, it could be that they, you know, think their body's too small or they don't like the shape of it or whatever it might be or that they can't, they think their body can't do something. And Charlie actually helps them recognise by the end of the book that, you know what, it's not about the way we look, it's about who we are, it's about our skills, abilities and character, but also 
depending on which book it is, it's, you know, certain books talk about how amazing and incredible our bodies actually are. And they're there to be uh, used by us to achieve everything we want to. And these books have had an amazing impact so far. So we have a, a bunch of body image researchers and experts on the team. They help to develop the books along with uh, a children's production agency that we um, bring together. And so everything is, you know, backed by these researchers who, who are in the field all the time, uh, you know, researching and dealing with these issues. And uh, we did surveys straight after each of the books. And within just a month, parents have reported that seen a, uh, 55% of parents have reported that seen a positive impact on the child's body image oh, within great. just a month. And, and that's incredible. Mm. Um, to see behavioural change or attitudinal change that quickly. We talk about, you know, our mindset and I will absolutely put my hand up and say I am conscious of the what I put in my mouth about leading a really healthy lifestyle which does involve, you know, exercising. I will admit I do eat bad foods but I, I'm, I'm aware that there's balance. So I'm mindful of that. But I don't have a daughter yet. I might have one in my tummy, but I don't know. But I, the question for all women, for mums, for people out in the community, how do you, you know, as women, we're still mindful of what we do, but how do you portray that to young girls and children, be it your niece or if you're a teacher, your students, in a really positive light? Yeah, it's, that's a really interesting question. One that we get asked quite a bit as well. Well, firstly, is that a congratulations or is that a I'm uh, pregnant? Oh, yes. no. It's out there. I think it's out there. But, yes, I am. <laughs> okay, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm also 19 weeks pregnant and ah. I don't know if I'm going to work so that's pretty Oh, exciting. that's so exciting. Well, congratulations to you Thank too. You. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting question because, I think people can often think, oh, these body image people keep going on about, it's not about the way we look and, you know, this sort of thing, but there's an obesity epidemic here in Australia. And that's true. There is issues with obesity here in Australia. But the message isn't about ignore the way, you, you know, ignore your bodies. It's about our value is not in our appearance, that we're not ornaments to be stared at, that our bodies are all incredible and amazing and actually, because they're a vehicle vehicle for life, we need to actually look after them. Mm. We need to fuel them. They're the only vehicle that we have here in, you know, in this life. So we need to actually uh, give it the nutrition that we that it needs. We need to exercise and look after our bodies and uh, you know take care of them. But I think the trick comes when we start to then go, well, I need to look a certain way to be valuable. And that's where the messaging sort of goes off track and we need to be careful of it. So we say to parents all the time in terms of, you know, if you're going to uh, obviously exercise or, you know, in terms of what you're eating, just be wary of what you say. Like don't focus on I need to lose weight, I need to lose weight, I need to change my shape, I need to lose this tummy. It's more about, hey, I want to exercise because it makes me feel strong. I want to exercise because it makes me feel good. Um, it, it, you know, it keeps me energetic it allows me to look after my body so I can play with you or I can do this or I can do that uh, I think those are the sorts of messages along with food as well I mean there's a lot of tips and hints that we have in terms of free resources online but a couple of them are you know potentially stay away from saying things like you know that's really bad food and you're going to get fat if you eat that or mm. um, you know we talk about rather than good foods and bad foods sometimes foods and everyday foods yeah so you can have an ice cream no problems but having an ice cream maybe every day after dinner maybe not a great idea because it will 
rot your teeth or, yeah. you know, too much sugar can do that. And we talk about the functional elements of it rather than if you eat too much ice cream, you're going to get fat or mm. you're going to get a big stomach or things like that. Yeah. The other, I guess, the extreme angle to that is on social media, you see a lot of women out there, you know, supermodels and models who are now celebrated for being, you know, what we could call overweight models. And obviously we don't want to, you know, throw that language around. But by overweight, I mean, there could be size 12, 14, 16. I guess where I get really stuck, and I'd love your advice on this, as I'm sure many people listening are, there's lots of influencers out there who are embracing really large. You know, I'm talking that I would, you know, and, and even healthcare um, professionals would say it's unhealthy. You know, they're, they're advocating basically to be any size and I'm talking to the point where they, you know, they, they couldn't go for a run. Where's the balance? I mean, I would say that that's unhealthy and that's not a strong message, but am I wrong in saying that? Should I be embracing that and just, you know, should I have a, a nine-year-old girl going to me, gee, that girl's really fat and if she's a size 18, what language, what do I say to her? Yeah, tough question. Uh, what I think is the key here is that, you know, if we take modelling, for example, and you're modelling some clothing or you're modelling whatever, I don't see any issue, and I think it should be, that anyone can model. It's not about showcasing that person's body. It really should be about showcasing the, you know, the item that they're wearing or whatever it might be. So I don't think it matters if a girl is you know, a size 18 or a 22, whatever it might be, or a size 8, it's actually not about the body that we should be focusing on. It's like, oh, she's got an amazing body. It's actually, well, what's the purpose of it? You're trying to sell, you know, and I'm a marketer, so I, I get, you yeah. know, what's trying to happen in the background there. Yeah. But, um, but at the same time, I think promoting a promoting a body that is, you know, overweight and saying, yeah, this is fine, There's there's nothing wrong with that in terms of, you know, I think we need to be promoting absolutely health yeah. first and foremost, but I don't think having a go at women who are overweight is the right thing. Yeah. I don't think that's the, I don't think it's the forum to do it. I don't think it's the right way to go. I think it's about going, it, it doesn't matter if you're 18, if you're eight in terms of size, or if you're 22, whatever you might be, your value is not in your appearance. Yeah. And I think that's what we constantly get caught up with that somehow our value is in our appearance. So there's a you know, size 18 that wants to model, sure. Mm. Does she need to potentially, if her doctor is saying that she is unhealthy and needs to look at that as a, you know, a serious thing? Absolutely. There's, there's, there's no kind of concern from our end saying, yeah, if the doctors are saying that you need to actually, you know, look at your health uh, from that perspective, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think she needs to stop modeling because it's not actually about her appearance yeah um that i think you know that we need to then this is my opinion anyway so mm. i think yeah we just need to be really careful about you know even if someone is actually overweight let's not have a go at them because they're not any you know less valuable than we are yeah um as a society so and conversely i mean overweight or underweight you know there's you still got to support uh, and not shame anybody for any of their image is, is certainly my view. Marissa, there's terms on and throughout that Pretty Foundation put out. She's pretty inspirational. She's pretty brave. She's pretty talented. Why do we need the term pretty to be even in our vocabulary? Yeah, I guess for us, uh, it was actually just for us, it was a clever play on words while we even chose pretty as our foundation name. And it was just really taking something that was used in a context all the time for girls in a superficial way 
you know, oh, you're so pretty in that dress. Oh, you look so pretty today. And it's often a compliment that we give our little girls. Mm. And yet our little boys, we might say, look how smart you are for figuring that out. Yeah. Uh, and we tend to do that with girls all the time. So we decided, okay, well, we won't be taking pretty out of the vocab, right? But that's just, a, you know, a word that we're going to constantly use. Why don't we start to change the focus of it? Yeah. And use it as pretty brave, pretty talented, pretty inspirational. Why don't we actually change that and show people that, yeah, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with saying to your daughter that she's pretty or that she's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I think for for any time that you do compliment or someone compliments your daughter with regards to their appearance, give them a hundred compliments with regards to their skills and their abilities and mm. their character. I yeah. think that's really the important thing. I know I've caught myself out, be it, you know, friends, kids, my goddaughter, my niece, I will say, that's a beautiful dress. Oh, don't you look beautiful? And I, as soon as I say it, I'm like, I don't need to say that. Focus on the skills. It just comes out. It's like it's years and years and years built into me and probably because it was said to me as I grew up. So how do we as parents, teachers, friends, the community support this change as we reframe the term pretty? Yeah, I think we need to be aware of it first. Mm. So, you know, Parents particularly, and teachers, but parents particularly need to be aware that, you know, it can be damaging to a, a young girl if we're constantly talking about her appearance because she she's going to start to think that it's actually connected in with her value. Yeah. Mum, dad, keep complimenting me for the way I look, so that must be important. So I think it's, for, it's being aware of it and then it's just actually getting out there and having a crack at changing it. So going, okay, I know that's actually a potential problem. So instead of talking about her dress, why don't I talk about uh, the way she's shared that or she's achieved this? or and, and let me as a parent put time and focus into investing in, you know, my daughter's soccer or karate or whatever a lot more and, and making sure I talk a lot more language around, positive language around that. The other thing is, I mean, we had a father, a, a close friend of mine actually, who said to me the other day, you know, I was thinking I've got three daughters and my middle daughter came up to me and was like, Daddy, I look so pretty in this dress. I'm so beautiful. And he didn't know how to, what to say because obviously in understanding a little bit about the Pretty Foundation and, you know, a lot more about what we do, he's like, do I say she's beautiful? Do I ignore the comment? What do I do? And, and what came to him was a really great phrase that I now use, which is don't tame it, frame it. So essentially it's not saying you cannot say she's beautiful or ignore it or anything else, but frame the conversation. So you know what? You, yeah, you are beautiful, but you're also beautiful in your trackies. You're also beautiful, you know, um, when you're like, you know, in the mud and having fun and playing around. You're also beautiful when you're kind or when you're sharing or when you're X, Y, Z that has nothing to do with appearance. So it's really framing that to show them that beauty isn't about what's on the outside it's actually showing them that beauty is actually far more about what's on the inside mm. does that then all start to transition into the body image and what we think of our body image yeah so body image is really about um in terms of the definition and what we use it's the mental image that we have of our physical selves and, and it's the thoughts and feelings towards that image so how do I view my um, skin colour? How do I view my my legs and my arms and my shape and whatever it might be? And, and what are my thoughts and feelings towards the image that I have of myself? And all these things that parents say and our peers say and, and media, because they're really the three main things for a young child is what parents are saying to a child, is what their peers are talking about because that's really important. 
as well as what are they reading, what are they engaging with in terms of toys, all of those things, whether they be subtle or really, you know, in your face, they all have a significant impact on a young child's body image. And so being able to uh, ensure that the right messaging is coming across and, and resilience is being built into a young child is, is super important. Can you share with us, Marissa, some tools? So if parents are you know, listening to this and really intrigued and want to learn a little bit more, but a bit stuck as to where to find the tools and to educate themselves, where can they go to find some of these? Yeah, firstly, I'm going to give a shameless plug, but jump into prettyfoundation.org. Mm-hmm. There's a section of resources that, you know, I know parents with kids at this age of like, you know, sort of two, three, four, five, six, you don't have time. Like you're just trying to get <laughs> through, right? So our resources are like, you know, one page, maybe two pages max, like dot points, uh, kind of basic basic things that, you know, when you read it, you go, oh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, actually, and that's really easy to implement. So I'd jump online, have a look at that, uh, our free resources. I'd get the Charlie's Tales books as well because each of them have, uh, they all have questions and then also resources that go along with it. There's just a simple, simple way for parents to talk about these things because how do you talk to a four-year-old girl about body confidence? You don't. You storytell. And then you can bring up the story and the characters and what they were doing and why they were doing it. Uh, it's, it's a really good way to be able to instill these messages at a young age. So I would definitely jump on board, uh, jump online, have a look at them. And, uh, you know, some easy things are like the four key messages that we always focus on and then they stream into various areas. Our bodies are all unique. So celebrating diversity. So, you know, mummy's able to say that the daughter's hair is absolutely incredible. Love it. So amazing that you've got Kelly brown hair and that I've got straight black hair, whatever it might be, you know, and you've got, uh, so unique, you know, unique diversity. Don't say things in front of your kids, putting other people down mm-hmm. because they have a different body shape or type. So that's really important, that unique angle, uh, the whole thing around internal, right? So our skills, abilities and character. So focusing on what's on the inside is absolutely important. So giving compliments for those sorts of things versus appearances is really important. Uh, your third piece is really that our bodies are a vehicle for life. They're absolutely amazing. I mean, the fact that our bodies can function the way they do and uh, yourself at the moment, you know, having a baby and myself as well, growing a baby, it's incredible that you mm. see the development of what happens and, and what our bodies can do as women. Yeah, Being able to show young children and focus on the functional aspects of what your body can actually do is, is really key as well. And the last piece is all around just giving things a go and, and, you know, believing in yourself, believing in your skills and abilities is a really key piece um, also to body confidence. So under those sort of four areas, we've got a whole bunch of tips and hints all derived from uh, research and, and our body image experts. So jump online, download them, have a squeeze. They're super easy to implement. Lastly, a couple of questions before we finish up to a cliche, what we do on 21st Century Women podcast, but one I'd like to, and I'm probably just selfishly interested, if somebody in our network or within our family or our circles who is saying the language that, you know, you've done all the work to try and change and to reframe, you know, the way that you're talking about pretty and beautiful and all of which we've spoken about today, if, if people around us aren't on the same page, how do you politely say to them or mention it to your child? How do you manage the people who aren't on the same page as you? Yeah, that's a hard one. Oh. Um, it's really tough. So you can talk about, like, some people work well with stats. So when you start to talk about stats and you go, you know, 
over a third of young girls are, are dissatisfied with their bodies or, you know, um, over a third are imp- saying that they want to diet. Like those sorts of stats can speak to people and, and that kind of shocks them. Um, other people, it's not that. Maybe it's telling a story of something that uh, has been said in that area with a young girl or, you know, uh, at appealing to the heart. Sometimes it's just going, hey, you know, this is what we're doing in a house and, we'd, you know, I'd love you to check this out and tell me what your thoughts are. Have a squeeze online at, you know, the Pretty Foundation or whoever it might be and, and you know, have a bit of a look. Or, you know, sometimes people are just not going to be on board and that's okay. And it's about still, in, you know, instilling that in your child regardless and saying, you know, someone makes a comment saying, oh, look, you're so tall, you're like a giraffe, you know. And it's not necessarily the best comment because maybe there might be tears for that as well in terms of, you know, a kid growing up. So you could say, oh, well, we don't really talk about appearance in our household. We're, we're talking about how amazing our bodies are and what they can do. You might be able to say a comment like that or you address it with the child later and say, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, they said this, but this is what we think in our household and, and correct that. Yeah, It really depends on how comfortable you feel with addressing that <laughs> and, um, and your relationship with the person as well. <laughs> Which can be tricky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you have a book you would recommend? I obviously will certainly put out there the Charlie's Tales, and I, I, I would, I'm really interested to read it, not just for for your young children, but just even as grown female adults. I think it'd be a good reminder to, you know, focus on all the bits and pieces we've spoken about today. So, a book you would recommend? Yeah, a book I'd recommend, kind of in space. I mean, there's there's quite a few different ones that you know uh, we've got in our collection uh, from different authors. But the one that I actually, it's really popular and I really like um, is uh, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls because I think that as much as it's not specifically about body confidence, it's talking about inspirational stories um, that girls can go and go, oh, wow, this is amazing and, and you know, uh, aspire to be like and focus on things that aren't about, you know, the typical beauty or looking a certain way. Um, and so I think stories like that are fantastic for girls to hear about and, uh, yeah, to be... Yeah to aspire to be like yeah no I love that I read it I think it's a brilliant um another one is a quote that you live by or one that might just inspire you yeah certainly uh um I've been asked this before certainly not one that I necessarily always live by but one <laughs> that I want to be more like is uh is all around humility it's actually a quote from Rick Warren from Purpose Driven Life but uh it's true humility is not thinking less of yourself it is actually thinking of yourself less and I go, imagine if yeah. our society constantly thought of themselves less in terms of they were just not, you know, they were just focused on helping other people and focused on how, you know, how they can change this world. And imagine that, like our world would just be a different place, you know. And, and as, as the quote says, it's not actually thinking of yourself as a lower in value in any way. It's actually just going, hey, how do I help people? How do I support other people? And, yeah, it'd mm. be a very, very, very different world. It would. Thank you, Marissa, so much for your time. Thank you for sharing more about the Pretty Foundation and uh, and all the work that you do towards this, but also all the best for your little one in approximately 20 to 21 weeks. Yeah, you too. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thanks, Marissa.